Welcome to the Marvelous Madams podcast, where we are burdened with the glorious purpose of talking all things Marvel. I'm your host, Madam Amy. As part of our Marvelous Artist series, I'm talking with fan artists, cosplayers, and other hands-on creators who are passionate about the Marvel Universe. In the latest installment of our Marvelous Talk, I'm chatting with Emily Larrabee, a freelance artist with dreams of one day creating a Marvel comic variant cover. She's joining us today from her home in Georgia. Welcome to the show, Emily. Hi, it's good to be here. So how are you doing? I'm good, you know, at home, but I guess everybody is, so. Yeah, yeah, we (laughs) all are struggling a little bit, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah, it's been a super fun year. Really enjoying it, 10 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can hear the sarcasm dripping. (laughs) (laughs) So, Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, I am a freelance illustrator. I do children's books and character designs for animation. And, yeah, um, I went to SCAD or Savannah College of Art and Design in Atlanta. And I majored in illustration and have minors in drawing and animation. So I kind of have a little bit of everything trying to find out what exactly I want to do. So how long have you been uh, freelancing for? Um, About, I guess, since a little bit before I graduated. So about three years. Okay, cool. So you're clearly a fan of Marvel. Yes. Are you a fan of the comics or the movies? More the movies. That's just kind of where I have like better access to it. I don't live in a big city, so finding like a comic book shop, like we don't have a lot of them. I have to kind of like drive 40 minutes to find one. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm more into the movies just because I can get to them a little bit easier. But I do like stopping by comic book shops I buy them like don't make fun of me too hard I buy them because I like the covers and then I take them home and read them (laughs) yeah I get that I get that it's as an artist you get attracted to what you can see visually right yes so how did you come across the movies first um the Tobey Maguire (laughs) Spider-Man I was obsessed with those movies. Like looking back, like they're not my favorite now, but I had like the DVDs of them and I would watch them all the time. They were so much fun. And then also like I have an uncle who likes comic books a lot. Okay. And so another way that like I really got introduced was he was like, you have to check out like Spider-Man and you have to like, cause he knew that I liked to draw like even back then. And he's like, yeah, like, right. these are all drawings, like, you have to look at them, and, like, was making sure that I was looking at comic book art, like, way back then. So he kind of encouraged you to get more into the comics? Yeah. Okay. And I never did, like, 100%, but he would, like, bring them by and be like, look at this, look at this, and I'd be like, yeah, okay, and then, like, <laughs> I would, like, go back and watch more movies. <laughs> <laughs> It took a while before I was, like, into actual comic art because it's, like, it's still not my style, but, like, I appreciate it more now. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have noticed over the years, at least like I've been honestly, I've been binge reading a lot of comics lately. And because, you know, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> and I've noticed that the art sign is varying a lot more now. Yeah. And a lot of the animation people that I like, mm-hmm. they're doing like a little bit of both. Like I've seen like variant covers from them. So that's kind of like also when I started to get into it more, I was like, oh, okay. Like just because that's the style like that the inside of the comic is, that doesn't mean necessarily that like I'm excluded just because like I don't draw like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So I'm much more interested in like, hopefully maybe getting to do that one day. That'd be really fun. So lately you've been quite into WandaVision, haven't you? Yes. It's like, I love like retro and I take a lot of inspiration from like Mary Blair. She worked on a bunch of Disney movies in like the fifties and sixties and she did small world Mm -hmm. and she, she's like all retro and she's, super simple shapes and like really bright colors and then WandaVision was like so much of that but like in real life I was I was done with it like even from the trailer it was perfect (laughs) (laughs) right so what about WandaVision in terms of the characters who do you relate to the most Hmm. I guess I mean I feel like everybody's gonna say this but I guess Wanda Mm-hmm. Like I like how now I'm trying to think because am I more because I could also say Darcy because I am very sarcastic and like to know think that I know what's going on all the time so I might actually lean more towards her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like the more I think about it. So what about the MCU in general? Who would you say you relate to the most? Because see, like I do still kind of stick by Wanda. Because, okay, she, like, I don't know what it is. Like that whole like not being a hundred percent sure is very relatable. But I feel like that's also not like a huge part. Like I feel like I'm a bunch of like little parts. Mm-hmm. Cause like, even though that's like one little piece, like where I'm like I'm not a hundred percent sure how things are like gonna go right. later on. I also like some days and more like Star-Lord where like nothing matters and everything's fine, even if it's like the same deal as like the, the day before where like I feel like like Moody Wanda where everything could go wrong. So it just kind of, I guess, depends more on the day. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. I hope it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does in a way. So what was it that inspired you to start creating artwork for like I've seen your characters that you've created from Wanda what was it that made you want to create something um I was really excited that it was gonna be like week by week like it's been so long since I've had to like wait for things I like just binge them usually Mm -hmm. so it was like right it was almost like during the week I would work on them or like for like the next day or so after just to kind of like make it last a little bit longer because I was enjoying the episodes and then I was like, what am I going to do for a whole nother week? Yeah, yeah. People were going nuts on social media just week by week, just spending time analyzing everything. Yeah, and I I have been following a lot of those too. That's also how I was passing my time. (laughs) 
I was like, okay, what does everybody think is going to happen next? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what medium do you use to create your artwork? Um, I usually do digital. I've been using Procreate on the iPad mm -hmm. and I use Photoshop a lot. Okay. And that's where I try to do most of my stuff. On occasion, I'll pick up paint and like ink and, you know, graphite, but that's a little bit more rarely just because ink and graphite typically doesn't end up looking finished right or as finished as i usually want things to be mm -hmm. but sometimes paint okay so which paints water or oil or gauche ah i think i'm okay. saying that right oh i don't know my my friend knows french and she was like well that's how french people say it so i was saying it go go i don't even remember how i say it but I was like butchering gouache? it and she, yeah, I think that's how I was saying it. And she's like, no, uh, in French it's what? gauche. And I was like, okay, then I just meant gauche. Sorry. <laughs> and that's what I've been calling it okay. ever since. And I still don't know if it's right. Uh, so from the artworks that you've sent me so far, which would you say is your most, is your favorite? Oh, cause see a week ago, it would have been the Squares WandaVision. Mm -hmm. And that's because I really liked the week by week. But I really like the simplicity that I got on the Fantastic Four one and how it still looks like them. Like, I really got to play around with shapes on that one. And it was really fun. Okay. Uh, and you've also given me this artwork of Squirrel Girl. Is that yes. right? Yes. So. I am not familiar with her at all. Can you tell me a little bit about her? So her like regular person name is Doreen Green and she's kind of, like she reminds me a lot of Spider-Man and Spider-Man is probably like one of my top favorite like if not my top favorite. Mm -hmm. And so she's just kind of like that goofy kind of like teenager vibe that he has. Right. But yeah, she's like a little bit dorkier and she's a little bit like she makes a lot of dumb jokes like I like to make. So that's kind of why she always sticks out. I'm like, oh, I like plus I love drawing the tail. Like it's so much fun. Mm. <laughs> so you discovered her in the comics. In, I did. In some specific comics? Uh, yeah, I found like a big compilation of some of her newer ones. Okay. Um, I don't remember who did the cover, but it's like bright pink and is like super cartoony. And so it's one of the ones, you know, I said that I look at covers and then I buy them. Okay. It was one I was like, oh, this is like so cool. And I like picked it up and grabbed it and I took it home. And then from there is kind of, and plus I thought it was so weird because I had never heard of her. Right. Yeah. And I was like, what even is this? I was like, what kind of weird thing? <laughs> <laughs> so how did she get her powers? Or what powers does she have, rather? I think it's, like, just, like, normal stuff. Like, the whole, like, s little bit super strength. I'd have to double check, because now I'm sort of blanking. Because okay. now I'm, like, really <laughs> bummed that I don't know it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But the thing that I think is, like, really funny about her mm -hmm. is she's, like, called unbeatable Squirrel Girl. And it's because she's, like, literally beat everybody. Like, she's, like, defeated Thanos mm -hmm. and, like, single-handedly, and she defeated Galactus. Like, it's part of the joke that, like, even though she just has, like, squirrel powers, she's, like, destroying all of these, like, big, huge really? entities. Yeah. Okay, this is interesting. 
Yeah. So, okay. It says agility, senses, strength. And then, like, sometimes she has, like, claws. Uh-huh. And does she bite people? No, I don't think so. Okay. But she does have really big teeth in them. So I, like, really stuck to that. I was like, oh, my gosh, I love the big teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I need to look her up. Yeah, she's super cool. The, one of the ones, or one of the comics that I have is where she goes to, like, defeat Galactus. And she, like, I don't remember. Like, I think she ends up making, like, her own spacesuit. Like, I don't think that she goes to anybody else. Mm-hmm. And none of it makes any sense. And she, like, makes a spacesuit for, like, her squirrel. And, like, they both just, like, jet up the space. Like, none of it makes any sense. Like, they just kind of cut over anything that, like, you would have <laughs> questions about. They're like, no, you don't have to worry about it. Just know that they got the space. And it's it's so funny. <laughs> okay, this sounds like a good animated series, I think. Yeah. And just anybody out there, I would... I would work on it. Hire me. I'm here. (laughs) Marvel, if you're listening, you already have an idea and you have an animator. Go for it. Just, yeah. Email me. I'm always around. It's fine. (laughs) You'd probably be skipping to work, won't you? I would. That would be like, oh, so much fun. So are there any artists specifically that you're a fan of, whether it's in the comics or any animators? Uh, Yes. Um, Mary Blair. She's probably one of my bigger ones because I take a lot of inspiration from her because her stuff, I said, yeah, her color theory was like, it was so smart and she could like make like a whole scene with just like a light blue, a dark blue and like a white and a red. Like I think that's if I'm remembering correctly, there's like a Cinderella painting and that's like literally all she used. And it's like very clearly like soldiers riding horses in a forest at nighttime. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's four colors and you get every single thing that you need. Wow. It's okay. so interesting. Look her up if if you haven't. So and then for more like contemporary people, I really like Brittany Lee. Mm hmm. And Lorelei Beauvais, they're both Disney artists. Mm-hmm. They kind, I think they take a lot from Mary Blair too. And like they have a lot of design work that's really pretty and their colors are really smart. And then somebody who actually has done Marvel comics that I enjoy a lot, she's also a Disney artist though, is mm-hmm. Helen Chin. She did um, a bunch of covers for Silk. They're so pretty. Okay. Three of those are kind of my style, and then one is kind of what I wish my style was. (laughs) Which is? The Helen Chin. She does more, like, rendered things, and anytime I try and, like, render too much, it it either takes a million years, and it doesn't look as good, or (laughs) I don't do enough, and it looks like I only got, like, halfway done. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have to, like, almost stay, like, within my range for like things that I want to get done. Like I practice more her style on things. And I'm like, Oh, well, if it gets done, you know, that's fine. Right. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. It's just kind of how the day goes, I guess. Yeah. You win some, you lose some, right? You do. <laughs> so are there any other fandoms that you're a part of besides a Marvel that you create artwork for? When it was on, I was doing like tons of Game of Thrones art. <laughs> 
Okay. I yeah, like it was crazy. I was drawing like a a bunch of Daenerys's. I was drawing her for classes. <laughs> I was drawing her in my spare time. So it was yeah, it was weeks and weeks of like I guess 10 weeks out of the year. It would just be nonstop Game of Thrones art and then like it would kind of end until the next season. Mhm. And then the last season, like, I was, like, gearing up to do a lot. And then the last season, sorry, guys, if you liked it, uh, it kind of let me down. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, my co-host Krista hasn't seen it. But the amount she's heard, both me and her husband have gone on and on about how terrible the last season was. She is as tired and pissed off as we are. It was, it was rough. <laughs> That's understating it. Yeah, I was applying for a job. This is like a weird <laughs> tangent and it's fine. And they asked, like, what pop culture character do you feel like you relate to? And I was putting her down for like everything because like, I do relate to her a lot where it's kind of like that, like has that line between like, being kind of like calm and like determined to like almost being able to switch over to kind of like frustrate like I don't want to say frustrated but kind of like where it can flip to like well I need to do this and you know I like feel that way like a lot like it kind of just depends on how like the day is going I guess that's how I said earlier Mm -hmm. and so I was like yeah I'm Daenerys I'm Daenerys I'm determined I'm you know everything and then she like you know, I'm not going to say too much, but then the final episode happens. And I was like, I shouldn't have put down that that's who I was. Cause now <laughs> I was like, I'm really regretting that. Now. You know, be grateful that you're putting, you just put it down as an option in some, you know, places. People have actually <laughs> named, named their kids Khaleesi or Daenerys. <laughs> oh, no. And it's, I don't know how they are coping right now. I mean, yeah. it's what close to two years now since the the finale. I, th- I think since so. Last season. I think it's all. Has it only been a year? No, it, maybe it has been two years. I don't know how long it's been. Time doesn't exist, so it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I remember it came out in twenty nineteen. Uh, along wow, with it feels game. like it feels like it's been no time. Like I guess where it's like this year has just been like non-existent. That's kind of like the joke I was making about time doesn't exist like i guess it just like is such a vacuum that it feels like it was last year yeah right yeah in a way it feels like the last year just wasn't a year and yet at at the same time it feels like a lifetime yeah but yeah yeah the last episode actually the last three episodes of game of thrones just i don't want to get started no no (laughs) I'm I'm like an addict. I'm taking a step back from the temptation before I start ranting again. No. Yeah. We'll just say it hurt. It hurt. It it hurt and there's a lot of internal rage that is not coming <laughs> out. <laughs> oh boy. But you know, you gotta give credit to these writers. Yeah. They have managed to take a show as huge as Game of Thrones that would have gone on to be as culturally relevant as star wars and completely managed to butcher it yeah 
I like I was describing it as like it was just like an insult. I was like, they did it just to, like hurt my feelings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we all feel very personally attacked. <laughs> it's terrible, it's terrible. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I got us off on a really crazy tangent. But yes, a lot of art was being made for. <laughs> so, Emily, where can people find you online? I, on both Twitter and Instagram, am Emily Sketch underscore. Mm-hmm. And then I also have a website, which is emilylarabeeillustration.com. You can also find Emily's work on our website, themarvelousmadams.com, where she's featured as a marvelous artist for the month of April. Thank you, Emily, for joining me. No problem. It's been super fun. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Tumblr at Marvel Madams. Thanks for listening and join us next week for our regularly scheduled programming.